Welcome to the Energy Upgrade Podcast. Hey, I'm Vanessa, and I'm obsessed with all things health, energy, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and living my best life. I'm here to give you actionable steps in reclaiming your energy and reconnecting with your power. I'm a certified integrated health practitioner and kinesiologist. I spent the past decade with a focus on skin health and age prevention while co-founding a network of medical aesthetic clinics on the west coast of Canada. After healing myself from burnout, mold, heavy metal, and all the things, I'm back to my passion for health optimization, and I'm lucky enough to coach high-achieving women just like you in finding their energy and life force back transforming their life so they can step into the highest version of themselves has energized me and inspired me to bring to life this podcast. Here, I'll talk about detox, lifestyle, mindset, supplements, breathwork, parasites, (laughs) and everything in between. I know you're so busy, so I keep it under 30 minutes. Thank you for being here. Cozy up and let's get started. Your energy is your life force. You want to be able to magnetize your wildest dreams. A liver detox is the fastest way to start healing. You can and you will. Hello, beautiful, high achieving woman. Welcome to another episode of the Energy Upgrade. This is Vanessa, your host. And today I have such a beautiful guest joining me for a delightful conversation. I have the pleasure of welcoming Deidre Siriani. She's an international best-selling author, a leadership coach, and the founder of Radically Aligned Academy, where visionaries, leaders, and impact-driven entrepreneurs come to master their inner world so they can make a bigger impact on the world. So you can imagine that her and I are really aligned in our way of thinking. We had such a beautiful conversation. We talked about how to surrender, how to be in your feminine energy without compromising your productivity. We talked about how to recognize what your soul is wanting and how recognize when you are misaligned and what to do about that. We also talked about how to heal and look at traumas, big or small, and and really how to address them so they don't keep you hostage and so that you can start dreaming big and living a life, uh, the life of your dream, basically. We had um, a a great conversation. We kept it nice and short, as always, because I know you're busy, but I hope you will enjoy as much as I did. Now, let's get on to this conversation with Deidre. Well, hello, beautiful, high-achieving woman. Today, I have a beautiful soul with us, Deidre Siriani. I'm so excited to have a soulful conversation with you today. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. We got the opportunity to meet in the flesh um, in Vancouver during the Kid Carson event recently mm-hmm. where we were both speaking and we just started jamming and we noticed that our messages and the way we want to empower and impact women in the world were very similar. Mm-hmm. And you are you know, a guide, you are a coach, you are an author, you wrote a beautiful book, Turn Your Light On, and you're really 
to me, you're embodying that feminine energy where you're able to receive and enjoy and linger in there. But it wasn't always the case. So do Mm -hmm. you want to walk us through a bit of your story and and tell us more about you? Yeah, thank you. Um, So where do I start really? Like, when I think about it, when I was really young, I grew up with two older brothers and I grew up in a very masculine family and I was teased for being the girl of the family. Ever since I was very young, I wasn't taken seriously. So I developed this uh, really strong independence in my life, tried to keep up with my brothers and I wanted to be just as strong as them so that I was you know, I had that feeling of belonging. And as I grew up in my family, I was rewarded for being the best. So no matter what I did, unless I was getting goals in soccer, or I was the best at something, it's don't even talk about it. So I developed this way of being that was very much driven by goals and being the best. Mm -hmm. And I got really good at checking things off of the list do this, 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 and then you'll be successful and then you'll be happy. And I remember this moment, um, it was probably like eight years ago before my wake up call where I remember looking around at people in my life and I had a beautiful house. I was married. Everyone wanted what I had. I was successful. I was on television. I was sponsored by all these companies And everyone thought I was the happiest person they knew. And I was looking around at people and I was like, huh, are people really as happy as they seem or are they pretending as much as me? Mm -hmm. And to me, that was a moment of like, wow, maybe I'm not as happy as I've been pretending to be. And fast forward a year from then I, you know, my life looked like I was busy. I was working all the time. I was achieving all these goals, but I wasn't really living the life that I wanted. I was irritated internally all the time. I was exhausted. I was reaching these goals and I felt unfulfilled. And then about seven years ago, I was standing in my kitchen and I was putting my fingers through my hair and I noticed that something fell off. So I grab my phone and I race to the bathroom. I put on camera mode and I start angling it at the back of my head. And I realize, oh my gosh, I have a bald spot and it's about this big. So a couple inches wide, kind of a circular thing. And it was on the top of my head. And immediately I was like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? How do I fix it? Because mm-hmm. my vanity was so important to me at the time how people saw me right wow and so what was it so I so I I was like I gotta fix something I gotta do something differently go back to my kitchen to sit down for a moment and then I hear this voice come out of me and say if you don't listen to your soul you're going to manifest cancer and die in a year and then Mm -hmm. I have a flashback to five years prior, the only time I had ever heard this voice. And I was outside. I had friends and family on both sides of me. I had my friend Marty playing the guitar by the water and I'm walking down the aisle and I'm about to marry the man that I think I'm about to spend the rest of my life with. 
And moments before saying I do, the same voice comes up and it says, this just isn't going to work. But I didn't know what that voice was. And I thought I was doing everything to check things off the list, be happy. And now I'm sitting at my kitchen table, you know, five years later, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have four different types of autoimmune diseases that the doctors can't seem to help me with at the time. I have chronic pain in my neck and shoulders to the point where my massage therapist, Vanessa, actually fired me. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't, I'd never heard this one. Okay. Yes. I can imagine. <laughs> She's like, she just couldn't help me anymore. And I had depression to the point of, I was having visions of any my life. And, and again, I'm like, where, like, how did this happen? And I realized I'm like, oh my gosh, could it be that my soul has been speaking to me through these symptoms ever since I didn't listen to that message when I was walking down the aisle. And in that moment, I knew that if I didn't change my life, if I didn't listen to the language of the soul and have courage to sit with things that were uncomfortable in my life, like take really deep responsibility for those nudges mm -hmm. and you know the things that were showing up in my body and take massive inspired action that I wasn't going to be around for another year. So I did. And it brought me deeper into the shamanic work that I had already been in the healing work and really the embodiment work and the releasing everything that wasn't me. And then essentially starting a new life of the authentic version of me. And that's what I help people do today. And that's a huge part of what turn your light on means to me. And in that process, within just three months, this is without going on any um, big protocols as far as um, trying to get rid of my psoriasis or my other um, autoimmunes, I just started listening to my nudges and my emotions. And suddenly three of the four autoimmune diseases went away and they haven't come back since. Um, except for one pops up when I have a lot going on, just as like a little reminder, like you're working too hard, you need to relax, you yeah. know, and, um, and then my uh, chronic pain went away, my depression went away, my anxiety attacks went away. And then eventually, I had the courage to leave a mentally and emotionally abusive relationship that I was in for eight years. And suddenly everything healed because I was listening to the language of the soul. And that's like one of the foundational meaty parts that I am super passionate about teaching people today, because when we can master that, we can become the master of our own reality. Mic drop, boom. <laughs> wow, thank you for sharing this story. It's very potent. And I feel like a lot of women listening are going to probably find themselves in your journey because and this is something I also talk about all the time. You can take all the supplements, you can do all the things, do all the protocols. But at the end of the day, if we're not willing to have the courage, like you mentioned, to look under the hood mm -hmm. and start taking radical responsibility for our actions, for our misalignment, mm -hmm. it's really hard to actually heal and rebalance our body. Our body keeps the score. A hundred percent. So- I'm just curious, um, because you keep mentioning the soul. So for you, what's the difference between listening to the soul versus listening to your body? Or is it the same thing? 
Actually, this is really a really great question because the soul communicates through the body. Mm -hmm. uh, the body is the house of the soul. Mm -hmm. So if you have a lot of manifestations of disease, it's a it's a metaphor for where we're not honoring and listening to our soul. So one of the processes that I take people through, and I can uh, give a link to this later on um, at the end of the episode, it's a free process where we actually go into a meditative state and communicate with parts of ourself that could be dis-ease or emotions to actually come to our higher intelligence or higher self and collapse the obstacles that we've built through our personality, through our programming, through our traumas, through our patternings to actually get straight to the truth of what's going on. And when we can do that and we can listen to that um, message that it has for you, because dis-ease always has a message, mm -hmm. help us evolve. That is the access point to all healing. So true. Yeah, I love that. And it's, it's being able to have the trust that those disease have a message for us and that they're happening for us and not to us. But when you're in the thick of it and when, when you've been raised like you in your masculine energy, and I was raised the same way, like it was to be seen, it was all about achievement and, you know, taking things off the list and the faster and the more you did it, the more you were seen. Mm -hmm. um, so when, you know, yeah. What would you recommend to someone that is really feeling like low energy and maybe, you know, not vibing, not feeling their best, even having a hard time listening to themselves because they've completely shut down that side of them? Like, mm -hmm. where do we begin? I feel like the, the beginning place is to notice the areas of your body you feel disconnected from, mm -hmm. notice the areas of your life that you feel disconnected from. And know that the numbing that you have, the disconnection, is a coping mechanism to not feel. And I am the first person to say that I used to be very unconscious in the way that I was operating in the world. And I always had to be stimulated. I always had to be busy. And if I wasn't, something felt wrong. So the first thing is slowing down and getting into nature. Because nature brings us back to our natural rhythm. <laughs> Yes, I'm nodding. <laughs> and so I would say getting into nature, taking time outside of your regular environment, if you are feeling disconnected, working with someone who can support you. Like I remember an Ayurvedic uh, teacher that I worked with years and years ago. I remember being in one of her classes once and I felt so sick because I was so still and it made me want to throw up. I didn't throw up, but I felt really, really ill in my body. And it's because I think all of my anxiety and all the things that just energetically were my safety mechanism of disconnecting from my physical body, from unhealed trauma at a young age that I was constantly doing things and unaware. So slowing down, finding a guide, whether that's a health coach to get you on track or a spiritual guide or a meditation class, whatever, just something consistently and getting into nature, I think is a, is a huge factor too. Oh, I'm so happy you're bringing that up because that is what really helped me to heal in my journey um, after, you know, experiencing burnout and hormones and thyroid shutdown, all the things, 
I was just compelled naturally to get back into nature, ground, you know, hug trees. Yeah, I, I'm the weirdo on the trails that's hugging trees. But you're so right. It just it it holds such a potent medicine um, and it helps to realign our body. Um, you know, just just think of the sun and the power of the circadian rhythm that's completely aligned to that. So I love that you mentioned that. And it's so true also about aligning with people I call expenders, because mm-hmm. I don't know how it was for you, but going and revisiting these places of unhealed traumas can be really painful. And your ego, your brain, your mind, your conscious brain doesn't want to take you there. Mm-hmm. Right? So sometimes you need someone to help you. If you would you say that? Oh, a hundred percent. And the interesting thing about trauma, I did a TEDx on it a few years ago. So if anyone's watching or listening and you want to learn a little bit more about it, you can always plug into that with trauma. Something that I feel is really misunderstood is that all it is, is it's a moment in time that's frozen. So right now we're talking Vanessa and we're moving, we're breathing, everything's flowing. But if there was a trauma or an imprint, which is a positive experience, but can also have a negative impact on our life. So high performers, oftentimes we've been hyper rewarded for being, you know, strong, independent, successful, that can have a cost on our health, on our soul, on so many different aspects of our life relationships and health. Um, So with that, it's just understanding that there was something that happened big or small, doesn't matter. We don't have to compare traumas um, is that it became frozen. And so it's just a picture that is stuck in your physical, mental, emotional, energetic, and spiritual space. And all you need to do is work with someone who can help you dissolve that in as little as five minutes. I have a process I take people through. I'm a coach. So I'm all about the future and where we're going and high performance too, and making our impact in the world. And it's really about, you don't have to hang out in your trauma for a month, a year, a decade, you can actually go through a process. I use a spiritual technology um, that takes you through the experience within about three to five minutes. And it's over. And usually just in one process, which is about a five minute process, people can go from like an eight out of 10 trauma to a one or a two. And then suddenly they're like, wow, it's gone or it's in my past or it's out of my body. You don't have to be in therapy forever, um, but therapy is good for acknowledging and saying the thing to understand what's going on in your world when you need to have someone to talk to and process. But as far as trauma processing, it can happen very, very quickly. And it's actually painless when you're working with someone who has the right tools and processes and can help you um, get out of ways of potential self-sabotage, numbing, avoiding patternings. Because what happens with trauma is we have this imprint and because it's stuck in our physicality, our energetics and all of that, we go about our life and we're consistently triggered, conscious maybe, or a lot of it's unconscious. And then we move away from love. We step away from what we truly want. We say yes when we want to say no. We move to drugs or alcohol. We overwork. That was my thing. And when we're able to move through that trauma, or I like to say core wound to make it less scary for people because trauma word is like, oh no, I don't know how far this is going to (laughs) go. Like, And then suddenly you just have conscious choice. Instead of running away from something or running to something, Mm -hmm. suddenly you're like, oh, 
I normally would go to my, uh, you know, fridge and binge eat, or I normally would uh, do this action, but like, oh, that's not really appealing anymore. That type of person for relationships, suddenly I'm just not attracted to them anymore. Like, it's so crazy what happens when we just clear it, but it is the root cause of so much suffering. Oh, I I really agree. Do you have a disclaimer when you have clients coming in with you? I feel like I need to add one where it's like, you may leave your existing relationship. You may change job. You may start a new business, (laughs) right? Totally, totally. I've had a lot of, this is funny. I worked with, I work equally with men and women and a lot of women have like cut their hair, changed their wardrobe, changed their style, changed their careers. Um, my, one of my favorite, uh, client stories is a woman that came to me and I can share this cause she shared this publicly, um, is she was in abusive relationships for her whole life, had a lot of trauma as many of us do, you know, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's normal. It's a part of our evolutionary journey. And she gave up on love and she was struggling in business. And then just within like three months, she, uh, was on track to grow her business, did her first million that year, met the man of her dreams, got pregnant and got married all within 12 months of working together. And it's because she cleared the stuff out of the way that was blocking her. So it's not about becoming someone else or doing more. Yeah. It's actually about releasing the things that are in the way from you having the abundance, the um, health, the experiences, the love. And and that's what it is. It's about releasing what's not you, right? Exactly. Reconnecting with your true nature. Yes. It's, it's been there all along. It's been, like you said, it's that little voice that we tend to stuff down. Um, oh, yeah. That, like those transformations are just so powerful. And it seems almost like too good to be true. And I always say to women, like, that's another limiting belief right there. But your like abundance in all spheres of your life, whether it's health, your business, your relationship, love, that's your birthright. Mm-hmm. Right? And one of the things that you just said that's so powerful is you said that um, it's a limiting belief, right? And so if I believe on a, if I believe that, you know, working with you, Vanessa, isn't going to help me because nothing's worked in the past and I'm always not going to feel healthy, then I'm actually not going to follow your protocol. And I'm going to prove my fear right by sabotaging my pro my progress. And then guess what? I'm proving myself right. And that's what all humans do. We're consciously or maybe unconsciously always proving ourselves right, which is why when we are on a new journey of embodiment and change, as you mentioned, we need to let someone show us the way and surrender our need to stay in our comfort zone, which can be scary. And that's the importance of being around in expanders. And and I always say when it's scary that you're on the right path. If it's not like scaring the shit out of you, it's too small. <laughs> We're I love going it. all in, right? So, oh, I love that. Um, and in your book, you do talk about the things that you need. Like you talk about radical honesty and you talk about courage, like how those things are so necessary to just, it's the first step essentially of the process, right? Mm-hmm. Well, honesty is something that when we're on a pattern of creating something based on a wound is hard because it's like, well, what if all of this collapses? And if I look back at my old life in a lot of ways, maybe it looks shinier from the outside looking in, right? I checked all the things off the list, 
but I didn't feel the way that I wanted to feel. I wasn't making the impact that I wanted. And like the version of what I'm living now is, is true fulfillment and happiness and what I measure as success. So yes, there is a collapsing that needs to happen. It's like having a house that's has a bunch of rotting wood in it. You have to knock it down sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes it's just, you need to polish your, a part of you up like a diamond and that's great too. But there are things that will need to fall away and, and it's just what isn't you. It's the things that are blocking you from shining your light and being who you are. And like, why wouldn't you want to let go of those things? Like, why wouldn't you want to let go of the, the pain and the guilt and the shame and the feeling obligated to be someone that you're not? right? Exactly. That's where the magic is. And that's really how you can magnetize and attract. And, you know, not that we, I mean, I guess we could go into manifestation, but that's a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you're so right. We have to, we have to just jump in. And you've mentioned, you said a word that to me is really important and it's surrender. Mm -hmm. And The reason why I bring it back is because I find, I don't know if you find this also with your clients, but it's very hard for women to surrender. It's like we've, we, we forgot our true nature. We forgot what we're here to do. And although I appreciate all the feminism movement and, you know, I think some of it was needed and important. I, I almost feel like it, we're, we're going too far on the other end and trying to denature who we're here to be. Mm-hmm. And, and so it feels really scary, really counterproductive to actually surrender. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I love this <laughs> so much. We could talk about this for hours. Yes. Um, I feel like in my life on a personal level, surrendering has felt scary because I didn't learn how to trust the masculine, or I didn't learn how to trust, um, God or the universe or, you know, whatever, um, you believe in, I wasn't trusting. And when we're not trusting, we're controlling. And when we're controlling, we have stomach issues. When we're controlling, we're blocking our creative flow, like literally in our solar plexus. And so the more we control, the less we surrender, the less we flow. So as soon as we start to surrender, whether it's breathing, um, you know, body movement, health, or whatever that is, the answers become very clear. Like anytime I'm trying to force something, I've only made pros and cons lists like twice in the last five years. And one of them was a couple years ago before I wrote this book. And another one was very recent because I needed to just write it down. But usually if I'm writing a pros and cons list, I'm doing it wrong because I'm in my head and I'm blocking the flow of magic. So when I find myself in those energies, I need to take a step back and I will say, okay, I surrender. I don't know what the answer is, but it's going to come and it's going to be very obvious. Usually within just a few days, the answer is right in front of me. So sometimes we just have to go for a walk in nature, let it go, close the book, whatever it is. And things become clear. But when we're in controlling mode, it's tunnel vision. We can't see everything that's around us. And usually the answers are right in front of us. We just have been focusing on the wrong things. Oh, yes. And the control is such a dangerous, um, a dangerous place in, you know, in your relationship, in your family, with kids. Like we, it's easy to push control and try to control everything and, you know, try to have everything perfect. 
-hmm. but oh my gosh, it just backfires like big time. So I love what you mentioned there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's huge. Surrender is, is everything really. And our, our body is always giving us these nudges. Like if it's someone that you want to work with, um, how I, one of the exercises I get people to do in one of my programs is to go out to coffee shops or go to a coffee shop, go to the grocery store, go about your day for the next week. And throughout the day, as you're around other people, I want you to take a moment to focus on different people in the environment and notice if your body sways forward or if it sways back, if it sways forward, go and say hello to that person. They have something for you. Maybe it's a message. Maybe it's a connection. Maybe it's a friendship. Who knows? And just start to listen to your body and all these little things around intuition. And suddenly people are like, oh my gosh, I met this person and then this happened. And that's been my life. Like I listen to those intuitive pulls and I'm really tuned into it now that sometimes a lot of the time people are like, how did that happen to you? How did you get there? How did that synchronicity happen? It's like, I just listen to my body and I trust it. And that's a big part of learning to trust your intuition is putting yourself in environments where you're like, how do I feel around this person? Do I feel excitement and expansion or do I feel contracted and the expansion if you continue to trust those expansions trust those pulls you will always be guided to where you need to go and that's when you blur the lines the timelines a hundred percent really you know exactly Ooh, that's another tangent we could go (laughs) on for a while but It's so important. And I know it sounds a little bit who maybe if you're listening, you're like, okay, what are these girls talking about? (laughs) But we're like, that's really what it is, is learning to surrender, letting go of that control, learning to own and step into your feminine energy. I always say to me, I, you know, I still have, and just like you, a business to build. I have big dreams to chase. So I'm not saying like we have to go and dance in a field all day long and that, you know, money's magically going to fall from the sky. It's not that. It's more, like you said, listening to that intuition, really reconnecting with your body multiple times a day, even though you do have things to accomplish and you're, you know, working hard, there's still a way to balance it. Would you, have you been able to find that balance? And when I say balance, I I don't want to say like that work-life balance, but more that feminine masculine pull because the masculine energy is also important. Mm -hmm. With them, I'm very masculine by nature because of my background and my family. So I'm, and I'm an Aries. So I am, I'm an initiator and I'm like, okay, we're doing this. Let's go. Like, let's make it happen. One of the things that's really been a game changer for me is boundaries. And I feel like this is something that continues to come up in my community is people are wondering why they don't have the time, why they're burnt out, why they're stressed out or why something's not working. And it's like, well, is are you giving your time to the right things? Are you spending time on the, as one of my mentors would say, the speedboat? Is it the speedboat that's going to move your dreams forward quickly? Or are you doing a lot of the busy work that you actually do because you think that you should do it? Clearing that up and then also boundaries around what time you're done um, work, right? Like for me, I have a hard stop and I don't typically start conversations business-wise until 10 or 11 a.m. because I like slow mornings. I like my mornings for me. So it's like we get to design our life and our workflow based on our desires. 
And are you honoring that with boundaries? And are you putting yourself first? Because if you're not putting yourself, your desires, your needs first, how are you going to build your business? How are you going to be in flow? And then are you having fun? And if you're not having fun, something needs to change. And then just having the courage to sit with, okay, who am I being? Who am I working with? Does this feel in alignment with my values? Does this feel in alignment with who I want to be and how I want to feel? And if no, then we got to change some things in our business and our life so that we can have that. And one of the things I get my clients to do is to schedule themselves first. It's like, okay, you have your workout classes scheduled for the week. Nothing gets in the way of that. Nothing does. Just like anything else. If you have a client, you wouldn't just cancel on them. You're not canceling for your yoga class. Oh, you like your mornings off. You don't have to work until 11 if you don't want to, because you're the boss. Okay. Oh, you really enjoy doing that thing. Or that's really fun too. Oh, maybe you should lean more into that in your business. Oh, you really want to do that thing. Well, why don't you take guitar lessons? Do all the creative things because it actually fuels your business, whether you realize it or not. And that's a huge game changer for me is the creative stuff and the boundaries. Oh, it's so good. I I agree with that. And it's something that took me a very long time to understand. Oh boy. But now I'm like you, I love my mornings. That's when I do my self-care. That's when I connect. That's Mm -hmm. when I go for like my manifestation walks. That's when the magic happens. And so it's Mm -hmm. non-negotiable. And I can see that's something else also for if you're listening and, and when you see you're building frustrations, when things get into your calendar, that's also a big sign (laughs) that maybe there's something off there. Maybe it's either the person you're connecting to, like you said, is not bringing you that expansion vibe Mm -hmm. Um, and really connecting with that. And I know some people think, well, when you're, let's say you work in corporate or when you have a job and you're not an entrepreneur, it's really hard to do these things. Mm -hmm. But um, what would you say to that? I was going to say something, but I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. If they're not an entrepreneur? Yeah. Okay. So if you're not an entrepreneur, that's a great question. I still feel like energetic boundaries with people are key. So one of the things that um, I I coach people with as well as when they're transitioning, right? They're transitioning Mm -hmm. and they're elevating their career and what they're doing. And just thinking about a conversation I was having with a client recently I was like, okay, this person's putting all this work on you last minute. You already have a job that you're working on within the company and everything's just being put on you. I want you to go back to one of your um, bosses and just say this. I know that in the past, I've been able to take on these last minute projects. Moving forward, I can't. I complete work at this time and that's not going to be something I'm able to complete. If you give me more notice, then we can negotiate um, where I can spend the time and I still need a I still need to be off at this time. And that shifted her relationship. And now the boss within the company, I don't know everything about it, is most likely taking more responsibility for their time management. And so sometimes as women, we take on other people's stuff as our own. I know I've done it. I'm like, oh, this is struggling. Oh, let me fix that for you. And we do this self-sacrificing thing. But if we can just say, oh, no, I'm done at six o'clock. Or, you know, I know that in the past I've been able to do that. And moving forward, I can't. That's not going into like storytelling and justifying. It's just like, I just can't. And then what does it do? It gives responsibility to other people. Or if you're in a dynamic with someone and they're speaking to you in a way or working with you in a way that doesn't work, you can just simply say, hey, 
um, this way of working or this way of being isn't working for me. And I really want us to win together. So um, I'd really love to shift our relationship from this, say it like it is, you know, without judgment, just clear whatever the thing is. I'd really love to transform our relationship to this. And this, and I have a rule in my containers is my clients are not allowed to complain to me and they're not allowed to bring negative energy into our containers, not because we're spiritually bypassing, but because you need to be responsible for the energy that you bring. And I only want to be around people who are taking charge of their life and leadership and showing up, uh, showing up in creating more of what they want. So it's just little things that end up being the big things. Absolutely. No is a full sentence. Yes, it is. Really is. Right. Okay. Well, I feel like we could we could literally continue this on and on. <laughs> if you had something in closing, just to <laughs> that's the big challenge. But if there's something, another message that you wanted people to take with them, women to take with them today, what would it be? Mm. Ooh. Oh, wow. I mean, there's so many messages. I, I feel the main thing is really about you're in control without needing to be in control. You're always in control of your destiny and your reality. And um, the power of choice is is really uh, the difference between you being in a, in a relationship, an environment, um, a business, uh, a state of health that you don't want to a completely different reality. It's it's about choosing something new and every day in every way we have uh, teachers and guides and books that show up on our journey that can support us if we're all in on that journey and, and a whole different life can present to you with just a simple choice. Beautiful. I love it. Beautiful. Um, Deidre, where can people find you? Yeah, so I'm I'm on Instagram. Um, if I am Deidre Suriani, and I also have a website. It's radicallyaligned.com. I love hearing from people who listen to episodes on different shows. So feel free to reach out to me and share with me what landed. And I also have a quiz that you can take if you are if this conversation has resonated. That is in my book. And it's the turn your light on quiz. So we'll add the resources below for you to take that and also a link for the book. Yeah, I will definitely add that in the show notes. Thank you so much for all your wisdom, your love, your heart, your soul. It was really um, a blissful conversation and I'm really grateful for you. Thank you. Yeah, this was so fun. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bye. Hey, beautiful women. If the tips and tricks I'm sharing here on the show or getting you inspired, excited about the possibility of feeling like yourself again, maybe it's time we hop on a call. Did you know I offer free 30-minute discovery calls to anyone being curious about my health coaching approach, but most importantly, anyone feeling like their time is now. If you're feeling like you've had enough, it's time to turn things around, well, let's chat. Find the link in the show notes and let's meet. The information shared on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't provide any medical advice. Vanessa Grutman does not cure, diagnose, or treat disease. Please consult your physician before trying any new protocol or product.